from Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1527 of EO Fire, where I share with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com, Fire Nation. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Miriam Hanane. Miriam, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yeah, I'm ready. Miriam is an investigative journalist, echo entrepreneur, and the director of the internationally acclaimed documentary Vanishing of the Bees, narrated by Ellen Page. She's also the editor-in-chief and CEO of HoneyColony.com, a magazine and marketplace aimed at empowering people to be their own best health advocates. Miriam, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. I'm the CEO and the editor-in-chief of Honey Colony, so I'm constantly basically juggling two jobs. Um, The startup came naturally after making the film and and looking for something else to do, and this seemed a natural next step evolution um, to continue working for myself. I spend part of my time for the past two years. Well, I travel a lot, but I've been spending about a quarter of my year in uh, Greece Mm. because as a startup owner, um, for various reasons, that makes more sense to me. So you're definitely traveling around. You're checking out the different areas. Have your travels ever brought you to Puerto Rico, where I live? Yes, I've done screenings there. And I've shown my film uh, at schools. Uh, yes, I've been so to Puerto cool. Rico. Actually, spent five weeks in Vieques. Oh, I'm actually looking at Vieques right now. Out my window, I got a great view of Vieques. I'm actually in the southeastern side of the island, Palmas del Mar. So uh, that's super cool. And, and how is the bee population in Puerto Rico? The bee population in Puerto Rico is uh, consists of a lot of um, Africanized bees. And uh, there have been instances of colony collapse in Puerto Rico Mm. as well. Well, let's do this. Just so we can kind of catch Fire Nation up, what exactly is your specific area of expertise, Miriam? Kind of break that down for us in a few sentences. I'm an investigative journalist by degree. I then made a documentary. My areas of expertise are the honeybees, the food supply, nutrition. I've, I've dubbed myself now a health connoisseur as I study functional medicine and get deeper or get a certifi- certificate to basically legitimize what I'm doing, which is health consults uh, more and more. So I do a lot. I, I do a lot of different, <laughs> different things, but it's crossing over basically food supply, nutrition, um, food politics, food justice, health and wellness. Miriam, what's something that we don't know about honeybees that you think we should know? Just being humans, being entrepreneurs, being small business, like what's something that we should know that we probably don't? I love to give this fact. If you take a honeybee, her average lifespan is six weeks. In her six-week lifespan, she will produce a quarter of a teaspoon of honey. So the next time you look at a jar, you can really see what collective energy goes into creating that. So anyone who thinks that they don't make a difference, every little bit counts. And it's it's the power of the collective um yeah, I like to tell people that fact. 
So let's kind of get into your journey now, Miriam, because it has been a fascinating one. I mean, you don't just make a documentary and you don't, you know, without facing any struggles, without facing any obstacles, without facing challenges. Maybe talk to us about what you consider your worst moments and, you know, your entrepreneurial journey. You know, it can be during that documentary if you had some dark times or otherwise, just what you consider the lowest of the low. Tell us that story. Okay, well, I will actually give you a moment in the evolution of Honey Colony, the startup. Just to, to talk briefly a moment just about the film, it took five years to make the documentary. Wow. Um, it's it's a big testament to being persistent and not giving up hope or your vision. At one point, I was even on food stamps, and it was really knowing that this is a global crisis and just feeling in my being that that this was going to be a film that would be watched by by the masses all over the world and today it's translated in 13 different languages there's an educational version it's won several awards and it's still pertinent because unfortunately the bees are still dying almost 10 years later um do you still have time for me to speak about the yeah talk about honey colony for sure so honey colony is a is a um, magazine and marketplace aimed at empowering people um, on their health journey. As a startup in the in the beginning, I was doing a lot of different things, you know, con- from from speaking to a customer to actually packing an order to writing an article. I had a COO at the time who was um, a, a good friend and she went off to get married and, and in the long run, she really wasn't an entrepreneur and, and couldn't cut the very low pay that we were giving ourselves. And um, I went ahead and I I brought on my social media person who I had been working with for about six months who assured me that her real forte was taking companies to the next level and doing exactly what I needed. And being really having my hands involved in every piece of the pie and feeling really overwhelmed with operations, I went ahead and... um, Gave, gave her the role as COO. And one of the things was, Miriam, you can't touch anything. And so for me, it was an exercise in delegation. It was an exercise in trust and not being the control freak that I am and relinqui- <laughs> relinquishing that control. That most of us entrepreneurs are, let's be honest. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have we have to, and oftentimes people don't do the things as well, the exercise or the the um, the whatever it is on our plate as as well as we would. Um, so, fast forward, there was some red flags, starting with she wanted to give out fifteen hundred dollars worth of refunds, and I kind of balked at that figure, um, you know, and also customer acquisition is so important. So I got on the phone and I brought that $1,500 down to 300 by talking to customers and explaining what had happened. And that was kind of a red flag of like, okay, the way she's doing things is not, it's, it's not taking the utmost care of the bigger picture. And then fast forward, she got a job in Panama and she she just dropped us mm. and everything came back onto my plate literally two weeks before I was scheduled to go to Central America to study permaculture and give a talk about the film at a, at a festival. And when I looked under the hood again, and because I had readopted all these duties, I found literally hundreds of orders where, which had not been fulfilled, customer complaints, and 
I mean, it was it was a disaster. Um, and so what did I learn from that? One, check references, <laughs> check references, and to also trust my gut. And I'm a resourceful person. I kid that I'm a kind of a MacGyver. I was able to um, basically hire a, a friend of mine who was a writer, who was a creative, but a friend, so I could trust her to treat the company like it was hers. And we slowly got out of the trenches and, and got out of the mud and and survived. And also persistence is genius. You know, you don't just give up. You find a solution. Checks and balances, Fire Nation, are so important with businesses, especially in the entrepreneurial stages. I mean, number one, we got to go back to with Miriam where she delegated. Now, number one, to delegate correctly, you do need to know the thing. Like, You need to be able to train people into how you want something done. I mean, it's your business. It's your message. It's your mission to share with the world. They need to know how you want it done, the person who is the visionary. So you need to first and foremost learn what to do and then delegate so that you can have more time, energy, and effort to pursue other things. But then number two, there has to be checks and balances in place so that the person you're delegating to is doing doing the right thing. Checks and balances are key. So, Miriam, that's my big takeaway is that, yes, it's important to delegate after you know the task. So they're really making sure that you're training them to do the right thing and that then there's checks and balances. But what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story? Well, I would say not to not to give up, not to be overwhelmed by whatever disaster to turn the negative into an opportunity. And if I look at, you know, whether it's my near death experience and being run over by a Ford Explorer at you know, 30 miles an hour, mm. you could be, you could be very easily get stuck in a victim mentality mode, as opposed to taking a complaint or a problem and turning it into an opportunity, whether it's to learn a lesson or to, to uh, move on and, and uh, find a solution and, and excel, continue to excel. Miriam, let's shift to another story, one of your greatest aha moments to date. So take us to that moment and tell us that story. I will take you to the moment where I was 29 and I uh, was in a crosswalk and I was basically uh, dragged 50 feet into the adjacent crosswalk and um, suffered many broken bones and quickly learned as a Canadian, um, the blind spots of Western medicine, and really used that to dive into the rabbit hole of alternative medicine and, and heal myself and learn how to walk again, uh, so forth. So after fast forward, after making the film, I mean, after my accident, I was really looking for something that was bigger than me. I had lived, I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to be in service. And, um, Ironically, after the release of the film, I was in the Dominican Republic at an environmental film festival, mm. and then I got exposed to pesticides, just like the bees. And months after that, lost all my strength, was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, and um, basically told, yeah, take these steroids or these antidepressants, there's no cure, bye, see you, which I'm now reversing my autoimmune condition and I'm being successful. It's, it's slow progress. But the point I wanted to make with this story is that I'm, I give talks and I teach people and I share my information, whether it's about the food supply or about the many, many things that the honeybees themselves represent and can also show us. I, I realized that 
just like the honeybees are an environmental indicator, people who suffer from autoimmune conditions, in America alone, there's 53 million, that they too are environmental indicators because someone like me who's super, super sensitive can pick up on uh, toxins that the average person cannot. I have multiple chemical sensitivities. So now when I give talks, I've now bridged the, the, this gap between the bees and, and humans where I tell people we are the bees. And so I've turned this, you know, what would be normal circumstances, a pretty depressing, horrible um, diagnosis and empowered myself. Uh, just real quick, this is kind of technical, but when you have an autoimmune, you have ANA levels, basically showing that your body is attacking itself. For the longest time, the range is between 1 and 40, maybe it's 30. Um, mine was 640. Wow. And it had been for many years, and it wasn't budging. When I went to Greece this last time in April, I consciously told myself, I'm going to bring those ANA levels down. I was doing a whole series of things, one being in nature. And I've now brought it down to almost normal levels for the first time in six years. So there is always solutions. And this brings to the point of like, I'm 43 years old. I have spent many years deleting self-limiting programs that are that are imprinted onto me and and I feel that we're we're living in an age now where we really have to question all these beliefs that are self-limiting because human beings are extraordinary and they're capable of of anything if they put their mind to it it's just crazy to me what we are capable of as humans when we put our mind to something and it is kind of sad because sometimes it does take an extreme situation. Like what you went through, Marion, was pretty extreme. And that led you down the road, down that path to where you are. But in some cases, I mean, you know, it's a blessing because of what you've learned and now the knowledge that you're sharing with the world. So that's kind of why I love starting all of the EO Fire episodes with the worst entrepreneurial moment because it just shows the listeners that even the mm. lowest of the low, even the darkest times can lead to such amazing things. So you just have to have faith even when you think that yes. you, you shouldn't or you can't or you couldn't for any reason. Like there's just these stories after stories and now on EO Fire, over 1,500 of them that wow. prove this model over and over again. So Miriam, thank you for sharing yours. And let's kind of fast forward to today and talk about what you are most fired up about right now. Well, in the immediate right now, I'm fired up because I'm going to summit at sea. Ooh. And I, I'm, um, for, for listeners who don't know, it, it's um, a lot of movers and shakers and innovators. And one of the central themes this year is food and the food supply. And there is such an increased awareness um, more so if I look at the beginning of making the film when no one knew anything about the bees and, and now. So I'm excited to bring Honey Colony to them. I'm bringing um, some of our own products that we've on, um, we've launched this year, including a CBD oil. CBD is is uh, going to is being touted to be as profitable as the NFL. More than that, it's um, it's an amazing healing plant compound. So I'm bringing our superior CBD there. I'm bringing a, a superfood honey fusion, and I'm also bringing a silver. Um, a silver solution called Silver Surfer, and we're we're living in a very real antibiotic 
resistance epidemic all over the world. And silver is a natural antibiotic that's been kind of swept under the rug with the introduction of penicillin. And so I'm bringing these uh, solutions and my knowledge and look very much uh, to, to connect with a lot of the amazing people that are going to be there. For instance, Aaron Brockovich, who's uh, uh, a hero. And, and I, I have a couple of things that I'm passionate about, such as, I'm not sure if you knew this, but they spray pesticides on planes when passengers are still on the plane. So you're on the plane and you're being sprayed with a pyrethroid and being told that it's safe when it's actually a neurotoxin and there's tons of crew members around the world that have gotten whether it's parkinson's or whatever the sick because of these things i think a class action lawsuit isn't is in store um, because you you have no control whether you board a plane and they're gonna they're either treating it you know it depends on the on the destination but they're either treating the plane before the the passengers board or while the passengers are on there and i've had stories of of sad stories of like one there was one couple for instance that was traveling with their baby, wanting their baby to be a jet setter or not afraid. You know, there's other types of parents who won't take their child on a plane. And the child now has leukemia because it's been exposed oh. to, to, to pesticides. And no one's – the thing is with these systemic pesticides or all these pesticides, it's they're insidious in that it's very difficult to say that's what's caused my autoimmune because there's so many variables now in our environment um, and so I'm all about empowering people. And, and so I'm jazzed up to bring it to your question. I'm jazzed up about Summit at Sea and, and introducing Honey Colony. And, and Honey Colony in itself, I feel, is about to just explode. Um, and um, I, I'm excited about that because it's been four years of hard work. Well, Fire Nation, I'm jazzed up about the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. If you're a marketer focused on helping local businesses, then one of the most high-pressure situations you'll find yourself in is being able to show them results. It's a terrible feeling when you've worked so hard only to find yourself and your clients let down. That's why I'm excited to share a free training with you from my friend Billy Jean, where he's going to show you the best-performing Facebook and Instagram ads created by his very own agency. Billy Jean has worked with some of the largest franchises in the world and has spent millions of dollars figuring out exactly what works and what doesn't work. From dentists to personal trainers to chiropractors to real estate agents, he's helped them all and he's going to show you exactly how he gets them results. Visit deliveroi.com to sign up for this free training. That's deliveroi.com. A few years ago, I started paying closer attention to the foods I was putting into my body, which led me to try juicing. And we all know that green juice is good for us, right? But have you ever tried juicing before? Not only does it cost a lot, but it is so time consuming. Thankfully, I found a solution for quick and easy nutrition that gives me energy and helps me reduce stress every single day. Organifi Green Juice. Organifi Green Juice is an organic superfood green juice powder that you just add to water. Best part, it tastes really good. Visit Organifi.com and use promo code FIRE for 20% off. Plus, if you're one of the first 50 to take action, they'll also send you a freedom journal too. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com, promo code FIRE. Organifi.com, promo code FIRE. Miriam, 
Are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I sure am, John. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So I thought about this question and you know, the, the only thing that was holding me back is kind of the conspe- conceptualization of what an entrepreneur is. If I look back at the many jobs I've been working since the age of 13, and I've quit many, many jobs. And then it became kind of increasingly apparent to me that I couldn't, let's say I was on a production, whether it's a commercial or I, I couldn't stay there more than five o'clock. I couldn't live with this nine to five, you know, chained to my desk under fluorescent lights. So that was the only thing holding me back, just kind of the recognition that I'm an entrepreneur. What's the best advice you've ever received? I've heard this um, mentioned on your show. However, when it was told to me, it was really an aha moment in Mm. in that I I was told that, you know, you're not working on your company, you're working in your company. And it just, wow, it really made me realize that I have to delegate and get people there and be a leader, but work on growing it in a macro sense and not in the micro sense of doing every little thing myself. Yeah, The E-Myth Revisit is a great book on this topic. And Mm -hmm. Miriam, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I am a very disciplined um, woman. I, I, I've been in mastermind groups where I've seen where the people are lacking in the discipline. And I'm a, I'm a worker bee. I'm really <laughs> a worker bee. And, and that's, uh, that's helped me. I get up. I'm spending 10 to 12 hours in front of my screen. And, and uh, I'm persistent. And, and little failures are possible, but not in the bigger picture. I'm going for gold. Go for the gold, Miriam. And if you could share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation, what would it be? Right now, I'm really enjoying Blinklist. Have you heard of it? Never. So Blinklist is actually, it's an app and uh, you pay a, a membership and then you can download books. They summarize books. So whatever book it is, they're adding them every single day. I really love to download knowledge and to to challenge myself. I'm, I'm listening to a couple books a day, thanks to Blinklist. And I also like right now Pocket, which if you look at my computer, I have two screens, I have tons of tabs open. <laughs> so po- it's bad. Pocket, Pocket allows me to save it for later. And then, you know, once a week, let's say on a Sunday, I'll go and, and just read the articles that I've saved that, that, uh, that week, that period. Well, with blink list, this might be kind of difficult for you, but if you could just recommend one book, what would it be and why? Right now, I would I would recommend the Code of the Extra Extraordinary Mind. I, I I forget how to pronounce his name. Maybe you've heard of the book. No, it doesn't ring a bell. The Code of the Extraordinary Mind is is basically for people who are black sheeps, for people who have. Uh, rejected the norms and who are redefining life for themselves. It's really an empowering book. Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakiani. Yes. That might be it as far as like pronunciation. That is the name, but uh, <laughs> I might be off a little bit, but uh, it's close enough, Fire Nation. You'll get there. And Miriam, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, awesome. I would invite you to follow me on Twitter 
at uh, Miriam Hinane, please check out honeycolony.com. I created a special code for listeners. It's just EOF, and people will get 20% off anything in our marketplace for a first-time purchase. Wow. And what is that parting piece of guidance? I'd like to to share um, a quote, which is Henry Ford. Basically, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So it starts with our beliefs, and I believe in infinite possibilities, and it all starts with you. Love that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with MH and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Miriam, that's M-A-R-Y-A-M in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. Of course, check out the internationally acclaimed documentary, Vanishing of the Bees. It's a great flick. And honeycolony.com, check out that website. And you use code EOF, you get 20% off your purchase. Was it 20%, Miriam? Yes, it is. 20%. 20%. Unbelievable. <laughs> honeycolony.com. Check it out, Fire Nation. And that code EOF gets you 20% off. Miriam, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Miriam today. And the Fire Nation newsletter is dropping value bombs daily. Subscribe over at eofire.com or just text the word eofire to 33444. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Start feeding your body what it wants and needs with Organifi Green Juice. Visit Organifi.com and use promo code FIRE for 20% off. Plus, if you're one of the first 50 to take action, they'll also send you a freedom journal. Join Billy Jean on his free training as he shows you the best performing Facebook and Instagram ads that he uses to get his clients results. Visit DeliverROI.com.